Three shots, four part, I just do two. One pup, pop four, birdie, woohoo. New driver, info, replace, M2, pop five, fairway, what you finna do? Think I'll try to get on into start right, good line, good view. This is, uh, this is four, at least number four. four. So this is at least number four, Bryce. I looked it up. I feel like there is somebody we're forgetting. So if there is somebody, if, if you're listening and you know, or if you are the guest <laughs> by chance, please let us know. Because we got Jake McNulty, Ty Saloni, Cam Kellett, and Zach Sudinski. Do we, is that pronounced correct? Yeah, you got it. All right, right on. Okay. As long as you don't call me Sandusky, we'll be fine. <laughs> Sandusky. <laughs> Sandusky. It's, uh, it's been a while since we had a... A bit of a tongue twister, like last name Bryce that we fumbled. It's been, we've been on a good stretch here. We've been on, we've been on a roll. Like we had there Gordo, go. Gordo, Cam Kellett. Like we haven't had any any tough ones in the last <laughs> little while. There's been a few other ones in there, but nothing, uh, nothing too bad. But uh, Zach, maybe you can start us off. We uh, obviously you can kick it off with EMU. We've had quite a few guys from EMU now. So, but uh, yeah. just any. Uh, any list any listeners right now just kind of give an idea who you are yeah so i uh played golf at emu played with like ty and those guys Coog, um and then just grinding mini tours now while helping coach for eastern too so been the volunteer assistant there for the last since i graduated in 20 so last three years i think so kind of works well when i'm not in florida i kind of split time so don't have to spend too much time coaching and still work on my game. And then summer times I don't do anything. So it's just all about my golf, but just grinding the mini tours, hoping to catch my break and run with it. Yeah. That's something that we were, we we're kind of chatting as Bryce was pulling up here, like just about all the different guys on the mini tour. So um, shout out to Ty. Cause he just qualified for the yeah, no Ottawa open, which is sweet. And uh, I think we got a rep uh bricer from the ottawa open kind of give us uh an inside look at like a pga tour canada event for next week's nice. pod probably so that'd be really cool so come back check that'd that one sweet. out yeah i think it'd be kind of cool we've uh we've never really done that before like we've had scotty pritchard on like the he's the executive director there and like kind of gave us an idea of like you know how the tour runs and things like that but i i think it'd be fascinating to like learn how an event runs i think that would be kind of yeah. cool so um something that we probably haven't touched on i don't think bracer we're 142 deep here i don't think we've done that before so no i don't think so i think that'll be kind of cool um but yeah ty got in which is really cool so uh yeah. teammate of yours and fellow lefty of mine and Ty's pretty cool, man. I, I know. I don't know if he's still yeah, got he's that. A beauty. I don't know if he's still got that that Sasquatch in the bag or not. But we were having a pretty good laugh over that thing. Oh, that that, man, uh, that unicorn five wood. Yeah. Oh, that Squatch. He it was his baby through college. Yeah. He, coach would always try to get a different club, and he'd use it for two days and be like, "Nope, Squatch is back in the bag." Yeah. You just got to go with it, man. And I know he's rolling like an old ping there. I think he said he was switching it out a little bit. Um, I think he's using a spider now. Oh no, he was using a spider. Gordo was using that old ping. He said, "Yeah, he Gordo." Just moved yeah. It. Speaking of Gordo, he's leading at the quarter right now. Yeah, I saw I think that it's a three-day yeah. event. So yeah, yeah, I got one left. Yeah, Vim he's, uh, tanked. He didn't do too well. But. <laughs> sorry, Vim. But yeah, yeah. Sorry, Vim. he shot sixty-four <laughs> with me the day before, and then goes and shoots one over. It's like, yeah. come on. Well, we were saying too, like, um, you know, we talk like mini tours and stuff like that. Bryce and I have had this chat. We we're having this chat with Craig Stefferak about we're saying Paps or at the Impapano, anybody who's been following kind of made to a golf, he made the cut at the Canadian Open. Like some of these guys, like even Gordo right now, like playing Gordo's playing, playing, uh, they're playing some of the best golf on the planet, right? Like, you know, yeah. you're shooting 65 each week. Doesn't matter what the course is. Like it's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you still got to post the number. Yeah. You still got to hit it. And yeah. Still got to like, make the pots. Etienne is, is doing that. And then we've been, we said that a few weeks ago well, now and he's still every single round. It seems like he's like shooting a 65. Same with Gordo. Yeah, right he, now. he won the opening, uh, Canadian tour event, right? Mm-hmm. Etienne mm-hmm. did. Yeah. That's pretty sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he was playing, uh, well, he won at Trillium with you. Like you were saying yeah. that you were playing in his group. Yeah, the first I played day? with him the first day. Yeah. I mean, you it like was, that course? Yeah, that course is pure. Yeah, it's nice. My, uh, I played for uh, Wellington, a junior A hockey team there. And we, my buddy used to live right beside it. We oh, okay. play it. It's a nice track. Have you played bug? Black Bear? I haven't, but 
I, I heard it. I know. I think Mac has played it. Yeah, I've played it yeah, uh, quite a few times. Yeah, I've been out to Belleville really a lot. Nice. I've played all the courses out there. Trillium was nice. Okay. Black Bear's, Black Bear's really solid when I was out there. It's yeah, got a few, tough. few quirky holes. Like the first hole's a little quirky, and then number eleven, that like par eight or whatever, is like you know the oh, one that's yeah. like seven hundred yards or whatever. When you, if you tip it up, yeah, I was playing decent that final round there. And get to 11. And my plan prior was, okay, I'm ripping three wood off this tee. Yeah. Because in the practice round, I kind of pulled my drive. And I was like, oh, out of bounds kind of sneaks up. Yeah, it does. So yeah. Just rip three wood. You can hit it further left. It's a three-shot hole no matter what. So I get there second round. I'm playing good. Haven't, like, missed a golf shot. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm going to rip driver today. Of uh-huh. course, dead pull. It hits the trees, <laughs> kicks OB. Yes. Make, like, an eight or a nine. And it's just downhill spiral. Yeah, I had that same thing happen there. I was even <laughs> I was even through 10 and I had that like safety pull as a lefty and you lefty or righty? Righty. Right. Okay, okay. See, were you on the lefty? Yeah. I hit it in the street left. Oh no. Yeah. You'd have 500 yards in on your second shot. Oh you yeah, I, yeah, yeah. So I like the water's on the right there and it does creep up probably like 240 mm-hmm. or something like that there's you said the trees so there is like a bank of trees in one spot and yeah. i and i found those and i made an uh, eight i think it was and then i made a really nice four on the next hole it's a tight hard par yeah four. that is um not i wouldn't say it's a hard par four but you're like just hitting a five iron or whatever off the tee and then i hit i hit one tight missed a short birdie putt and kind of like got i felt like i got the round back on track so i was like okay i think i was yes yeah, three over at the time and then I finished, uh, I think I doubled, doubled on the way out for an 80 or something. I was like, all right, whatever, stupid game. <laughs> just, <laughs> that is. course, that it's course, man, game. it can get you. So they used to have a yeah. Mac tour stop there way back. Um, and you can see some of the T decks there that are just like overgrown and that like used to be yeah. in place there. But that thing gets long, like well over 7,000 if you yeah. go like all the way back. So it's, uh, it's a brutal course, man, but it's tough. Yeah. Like some of those, but the Belleville courses, like on Sotrillium and uh, and Blackbear, like Blackbear used to be a top five condition course in the country. Um, still is always oh, like wow. floating around there, but it's like, it's yeah. on that like nice marsh or yeah. whatever, but the, the bugs yeah. will get you. Like it's a, oh, if yeah. you're there, same with Trillium. Yeah. Mac here for BioSteel. We absolutely love this one on the pod. The hydration mix has been in our golf bags forever. The hydration mix has been designed in the most natural way possible to help you stay hydrated throughout your round of golf. Zero sugar formula is made from clean quality ingredients and contains no artificial flavors and colors, added vitamins and minerals to help support overall good health, normal function of your golf swing and your immune system. Simply mix it into some water and you can enjoy it through all 18 holes clean healthy hydration zero sugar natural health product no artificial flavors or colors no artificial sweeteners no preservatives caffeine free nsf certified for sport biosteel.ca biosteel.com use the promo code screws 30 for 30 percent off your order screws 30 for 30 percent off your order stay hydrated my friends the best in men's grooming we are back with a limited time offer on the Performance Package 4.0. If you're not watching this on YouTube or on Instagram or somewhere that we have this video posted, you should go look because I'm going to show you everything in each one of these lineups. The Performance Package 4.0 comes with the Crop Reviver, the Crop Preserver, the Weed Whacker for the nose. This thing would take down Eugene Levy and the Lawnmower 4.0. We scroll down to the Platinum Package. It includes the crop preserver that we already talked about. You can't see it in the screen. Over there is a crop reviver, the body wash, shampoo, and conditioner, plus the deodorant, said weed whacker, said lawnmower 4.0. And on top of that, you're going to get free boxers, my favorite pair of all three pairs that I own, my favorite toiletry bag of two toiletry bags that I own, Free shipping plus 20% off using the promo code OTSGOLF over at manscaped.com or manscaped.ca. The best in men's grooming. Let's get to the back nine. We'll see you can there. We, uh, can we take it back to, you know, EMU? So you're a couple years removed. You said you're two or three removed now? Yeah, I was a, I was a COVID kid. So my okay. season got ended or, well, college career got ended uh, by COVID. So okay. I was 2020. All right. I still can't believe they didn't let those guys redshirt. 
And well, so, no, I could have came back. Oh, you had the, did they have the chance? Yeah, I did. But when I was going through it, I was like, they didn't know they were going to play in the fall or not. So I'm like, I don't want to go back to school. I've already graduated. I can't get a full degree. So mm-hmm. I don't want to go back to school for maybe four months of golf. Yeah. If, so I was like, I'm just going to turn pro and go for it instead of kind of waiting around. So all the guys that we've talked to that have played there have loved it. Like it's been, oh, it's it's, it's been awesome. great. So what's uh like what's special about that school? Like we should probably have asked this question already, but like, is it just the vibe, coach? Like has coach yeah. been there for a long time? Like is it just uh, yeah. it's obviously a good coach golf has been school? here for uh, Bruce has been here for twenty five to thirty years, something like that. So he's been around for a while, but yeah. I mean. I don't know what it is. I mean, he does a great job picking good tournaments. We never played a bad golf course. Like mm-hmm. you never showed up somewhere. I was like, what the heck is this? Like, yeah. He always played some nice places, stayed in nice hotels, flew Delta. So like you live the high life. Like you go to mini tours and you're taking a step down. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, but it was, uh, I think it's the guys like the team. He does yeah, a good job. Of, well. Yeah. He does a good job recruiting guys that blend. Mm-hmm. So like my, I came in as a transfer. I went to Stephen F. Austin my freshman year in Texas and then transferred in. And so I lived with all the freshmen coming in in the dorm. So we had seven of us in a four bedroom and it was, we had the time of our lives. Then six of us moved out and lived in a house together, that kind of thing. So it was like, we just all got along so well. So it was, I mean, obviously when you got six guys together all the time, like there's going to be some arguments, but they never last more than 30 minutes. Yeah. Like, so and like we still all hang out. Like I see Ty, Coog, Mace, a couple other guys all the time. Like it's so it's I think that's the big thing. He gets guys that get along really well. And it makes a huge difference when you're spending that much time with each other. Well, yeah. it also makes a huge difference in the college atmosphere because you guys are battling for spots all the time. Yeah. And if you guys are buddies and you're pushing each other and everyone's getting along, I mean Yeah. I think it makes battling each other fun instead of more Yeah. Of- like a competition, you know? Yeah, because you'll see teams where that carries over into like outside of practice. But yeah, for totally, us, yeah. for us, it was just like, I mean, it was like, all right, you played better. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Let's go crush some beers or something. Like yeah. it doesn't yeah. matter at this point. Which yeah. I feel like can make and break college teams with the team. Very much so. Right? so. But yeah, because I mean, you'll hear horror stories of guys like trying to cheat, trying to like, yeah, battle on other guys if they're doing something they shouldn't be. And like, we just, we didn't, didn't have any of that, which was, it's awesome. Cause you go through four years and mm-hmm. it's went smooth. And I assume that comes from you guys all being so close and such yeah. buddies with each other, oh, yeah. wanting each other to do great all the time. For sure. For so, sure. So we have heard, I, I wouldn't say horror stories, but we've heard of like, you mm. know, some golfers who don't. Some iffy stories. Yeah. Some iffy yeah. stories and like maybe not the best, you know college experiences and stuff like that right so it's it's kind of like it's kind of cool to hear that because everybody that we've talked to who's gone to emu seems to you know be friends right like i saw i don't know if they would have crossed over but i was telling you like jake when i was carrying the bag for jake and then cougar just like shooting the shit on the range for a bit like yeah it was like old friends right it was like nice to kind of see them connect and then you know ty's like just one of the nicest dudes that we've met on the oh, pod. Like, he's yeah, just, ties a gem. Yeah, yeah, he's just awesome, man. So, it, it's kind of cool to hear that, you know, and and see the positive side of things. I think that there yeah. would be, you know, we've we've been lucky enough to have. We mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. I think like one of the top coaches in the country, like Andy Walker at VCU, on yeah. and uh, you know he was saying kind of his job. We were when we were asking him like what. What is your job? And I can't remember your coach's name there, Bruce, sorry, Bruce. But, uh, yeah. you know, he was saying, yeah, like he's essentially just, you're not going to really teach the golfers much. Like there, if there's yeah. something like maybe you'll kind of tweak a few things, but like it's just essentially the mental game and like how to become <laughs> like men or women, yep. right? And how to kind of grow and play as a team and, you know, put the team first. And that would be a very hard thing i think for a lot of young human beings to do like the ego would be so tough and and we've heard that and i guess that is a bit of a horror story is like when the ego is getting in the way of that yeah yeah because i mean it is competitive and you compete with your teammates Mm -hmm. so that's uh that's the hard point to it because then you compete against your teammates then 
you hop on a plane and now all of a sudden you're playing with each other for each other. Yeah. So it, it changes in and out. There's not a lot of sports like that, but the other side too is, I mean, it's pretty clear cut in golf. Like you post a score. It's not based on a coach's decision. I mean, yeah, for sure. it's like, okay, yeah. his score is lower. So I'm taking him. That's, it is what it is. Yeah. Were you guys kind of going like, you know, first up, like whoever's hot, like, or was there ever like, I don't know if we've really like talked about this. Anybody like have, you know, maybe like a certain type of game, like ties a lefty. Maybe that's kind of rare down there. Yeah. You moving like, were you guys ever moving people in and out of the lineup based on like the course that you're playing, like layout horses or for horses? Yeah. Or horses Not for really. Horses. Not really. We got to take individuals a decent amount to events, but so we had a rule in college. If you finished in the top half of the field, you were going to the next event. Okay. Oh, okay. So, I mean, we were, especially my junior and senior year, we were good and pretty much everybody was top half of the field. So it wasn't much interchanging in and out of the lineups. Do you know? Yeah. Mac, I don't think we've ever really brought this up. Cause I know I was listening. I don't know. I think Zach Johnson did a quote about, um, rider cup and he's like, yeah, I'm not really picking the horses for the course. I want to like, the yeah. guys. do you know of, teams that do that like are there teams that do that or do you not re- are you not really aware? i mean the only time i really have heard about it is like if somebody if you're going to a tournament and one of your players is a member at that course mm. but yeah, for the most sense, part yeah. for the most part you can't really do that because i mean especially if you're a college coach and that guy hasn't been playing well it's like well he's played this course well in the past and then he still plays bad that just yeah. it's gonna Looks, it's a tough blow up look. in your yeah. face for yeah sure. I don't know, man. I so, remember like back playing, uh, playing match play and stuff like that. You'd be playing like a member at a course and they would just beat the pants yeah. off you. Like, it didn't, yeah, they know where to be. They know where yeah. to mess. It didn't matter, be. man. Like, it's, I feel like if I could yeah. take somebody to my home course and play a match against them, I could probably do okay. Like, it's, yeah, it's just, yeah, you, you know your way around it. Yeah. Yeah. You would kind of find your way. But I think at that level, though, good players are just good players, man. Yeah. Whoever's hot. Yeah. It's less relevant for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever's hot is hot. And like, I mean, if you hit fairways and greens, it doesn't matter if you've seen the course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like the, the yeah. margins, the margins are so unbelievably thin. Same and, uh, chat like, we have with Gordo, man. Yeah. We kind of kicked off the pod saying that, like, how, or maybe we we're talking about it, Zach, before, but like the margins are just so thin. Like, guys playing on like mini tours are playing D1 golf that are playing some of the best golf in the world. Like, yeah. If they're, out there every day shooting 65, 66, 67, yeah. like they're going to be playing well on the PGA tour, right? Well, look at Ludwig. I mean, the dude, oh, or, so good. He was the number one player in college and he's just been since he's turned pro. Has he missed a cut? I don't think so. I mean, he he's, was in the running on Friday at the Rocket Mortgage this week, like yeah. he was right up there. And yeah, I mean, the dude can play. Yeah. And I mean, that's a guy coming straight from, I mean, he's what, a month removed from the national championship? Mm hmm. Yeah, man, it's uh, there's so many good players now, it's insane. It's fun to watch, like watching Sam Bennett and stuff like that, too. I know there's yeah, a lot, of, a lot well. of mixed opinions, but he plays really well, man. He's so oh, he's solid. good, he's scrappy. Yeah, that swing is like definitely not sustainable. I watch that and I'm just like, I'm getting a little old, so that kind of like, yeah, it hurts, yes you know. No. I mean, hurts. you gotta think he swung that way his whole life, so his body's kind of yeah. adapted to it. Yeah, so, I don't know. He's gonna I be mean, like getting into an elevator, all like crooked, and bent over one day, <laughs> like all sideways. But yeah, obviously, yeah. it's like he's got game, man. It's like, yeah. but that's the thing is, you know. So you're looking at a player's one of the best NCAA players in the world comes into you know the Masters hot it, and yeah has a run. He's playing right? a simple one of the best players in the world. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of cool to see. It's kind of cool and like when we talk to when we're talking to Craig about it, the only bone that we had to pick with golf which i think we all bryce craig steph rack and i had kind of the same thoughts that we were aligned with is like it just takes so long to get through where you are right now like you could be going out there and just firing every single weekend and then like you're still years removed from getting to like where you can be making you know yeah playing the game yeah the hard part with it is you get one chance every year yeah like corn fair q school is the way to go right i mean so you get you legit have there's a four-month stretch where you got to be playing good and if you have one bad week yeah you got to wait a whole another year yeah like that's there's got to be another way right i don't know Eh, 
Well, Got now it. they took away the other Q schools. Like, there's no Latin Q school. There's no Canada Q school. It's all going through that same Q school now. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. At least that's what I saw in an article. I mean, so from my understanding, if you make final stage uh, yeah, and you don't finish top 40, you're going to get starts on the new tour, which is the PGA Americas. So there's a yeah. Latin swing and a Canada swing and a U.S. swing. Um, oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. And if you the only, and then if you win at first stage, you're also getting starts on that tour. That's I guess maybe that's better. I don't know if that's better. I don't know. Because so well, it, this this you know, season again, the, it just gives yeah. you less opportunity. Yeah, there's, there's less cards because it's only one tour instead of two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just it dwindles down the number of spots. I mean, still, I mean, if you're on Latin or Canada, you're not making any money. No, you know, so. no. <laughs> I remember like reading I can't remember what year it was, but like there was one guy in the history of PGA Tour Canada. You, I think, he had three or four wins, had yeah. made made like 150k, and that's so yeah. unbelievably rare, right? Like you have to, yep. you'd have to just be absolutely dominating the field every. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. So there's that was kind of one of the things is like Bryce has played hockey like at a high level, yeah. and the idea is like you move up, like you move up, you yep. move down, you move up, like you're playing well you get called up like it's yeah it's immediate right so it's an immediate thing and i would love to see that be able to happen with golf there's so many positive changes happening yeah. right now or i think they're positive i don't know man i'm not sure but there's yes so many no. there's so many changes happening in the game that yeah. that would be nice to see because i would love to yeah. see a guy like you know gordo getting some like corn fairy tour starts or like yeah. paps getting some corn fairy tour starts some of these guys yeah. that like we get to talk to on the pod like you know and that we love having the conversations with and they're playing like lights out right now like yeah you know, let's see these guys get like an opportunity man like yeah no kidding the 65 is a 65 right and sure yeah. the courses might set up a little bit different but like you said you got to post that number right yeah it'd be so yeah, still uh, got to put it in the hole yeah man yeah well, you do like you do but well, they yeah. always say you play against the course not everyone else like yeah yeah guys are just going out there if i'm shooting 65 every day let me go play against that guy i'll still shoot 65 no matter who i'm playing with yeah you know? yeah so yeah. zach what's uh you've been out for out of college for three years three years now yeah three so, years yeah so what's the difference like when you decide to turn pro Anything that you really notice, like, um, like we've talked about, like the independence of things, the scheduling and how difficult yeah. that can be. Like, it, was there anything that you kind of struggled with or anything that you really maybe even enjoyed when, when you had that freedom to go pro? Um, I liked being able to like pick and choose what events I wanted to play. Cause I mean, golf, you go up and down, you work on stuff. So right. in college, it's like, you've got, especially when you're up North, like we started in, our season started, I want to say, like second week of September, typically, and we were done by middle of October. So you're playing four or five events quick. So if you're not yeah. playing well, it's like, you're like, oh, gosh, you're kind of dreading going to each event because you're just hoping you find something. Um, but when you turn pro, it's like, okay, I'm not playing well, so I'm going to take a little break, just kind of figure yeah. out what I need to work on get after it and i mean obviously you don't want to sit out for a couple months like right. it might be two three weeks where it's like okay i gotta take some time and figure out what i need to work on um the hardest part is the i mean sound like a broken record is the finances behind it yeah. i mean when you're traveling paying for events hotels food i mean it just adds up and then these mini tours you're getting charged 100 bucks for a practice round like it if you don't play well, you're sitting there. The drive home really stinks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just wasted like, all that money. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, like, an if, expensive learning experience is where you got to look at it. <laughs> I guess so. Right. And, like, yeah. you know, so do you have any, this is kind of one of those like cliche, I guess, questions, but do you have any like yeah. immediate goals for what's going on with your game right now? Like, we're, we're kind of like, I want to say kicking off the summer because we're into it now. Yeah. But what's uh like? What are you working on right now? What are you working towards right now? So I started working with a new swing coach actually uh, April first, Travis Fulton down in Jacksonville. Yeah, and we're making some pretty big changes to the swing. Um, I won't get all technical on you, but basically adding hip turn and trying to get deeper. Bryce um, likes this stuff, man. Bryce like he, Bryce. <laughs> this is our. This is right in Bryce's wheelhouse here. Yep, Sw- swing yeah. and gear, right up my alley. Okay, 
So, yeah, so prior, I mean, my club speed was at like 110, but I hit it really, like, I hit it straight. I hit 70, 75% of fairways. But par fives and stuff, like, I just, I, if I wasn't on, I wasn't going to compete type thing. Right. Um, and, like, it, I had to be semi-on to at least, like, finish in the money, let alone compete. Uh, so I was like, I got to change something to get to where I can be, like, up there even when I don't have my best stuff. Um, so I started working with this new guy and uh, right now I'm, my flights changed from a draw to a cut, but my immediate goal is to be able to get the ball to start left because mm -hmm. my ball still wants to start right and then fade. So I've got a wipey miss and that kind of thing. So I would tell you, that's my immediate goal is get consistently to start the ball left as simple as it sounds. It's really hard. Yeah. So your your miss is a block, right? Yeah. A block, a block a cut. Block cut. Okay. Yeah. You're trying to just hit almost not, I guess. Wipey, just ugly. A, almost a pull cut is kind of what you yeah. visually want to see. Let's see. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Cause I have the same thing. Like I've hit a draw for a while. I'm trying to hit a cut this year. Like I'm just trying to get rid of just going back to that draw constantly. But I have, yeah. I have like such a hard pull. Like I yeah. just block it and pull it, you know, 25 okay. yards to the right. So like I yeah. can, uh, I hear that. I hear that problem. Yeah. That's I think that yeah. might be the, I think that might be the only positive to my game is I can't hit a draw for the life of me. Yeah. So if yeah. I know I'm gonna miss, it's going right. I will never okay. ever miss left unless See, I see like, that's really, me right now. I yeah. cannot tell there's one club in my bag that's no longer in the bag. Um that I could hit left and that was my hybrid and I hooked it OB at my last event and it's been in timeout ever since. Mm -hmm. Um and so, but other than that, everything's going right, which, mm -hmm. I mean, it wasn't something we were trying to do. We didn't go into the lessons like, okay, we want to hit a cut. It just kind of happened from what I'm yeah. working on. Okay. But honestly, so, if you can have a one-way miss, it's so much nicer to deal with. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, I can line up if there's water left, like I'm just like, okay, left center of the fairway and it's not yeah. going in the water. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a, uh, that's the dream, man. That's a dream to be able to have that in the bag. I would love that. Gosh. There's so the many times. There's the so many times. Right. Yeah. yeah, there's so many times where I'll just line up right OB and I just know it's not going to go there <laughs> because I hit my cut. And like it's just Yep. It's good too like for Bryce's playing a bit of a different game. Zach, ours seems like it's maybe a little bit closer, but Bryce's playing a bit of a different game off the tee than we are too. So like when you have that 300 yard carry, it's like, yeah, it's different, right? Like you can play a well, little bit, yeah. you can, you can forfeit a little bit of yardage too. So you're saying you don't yeah. quite have that length. So that's why you're trying well, to, it's kind of changed with what we worked on. So I had in the hip term, uh, yeah. like two weeks ago, I was out on the course, uh, with a GC quad, my cruise went from 110. It's up to like 116. Okay. And when I'm getting after it, I was up to jump. 119. Yeah. That's a big jump. Yeah. So that's been I a mean, huge difference. I mean, you're probably seeing 10 to 15 yards at that, eh? Maybe more. Yeah. I, I was seeing, I hit up on it too. So I like, I'm hitting like five, six up on it. So oh, wow. Carries, yeah. That's, my that's, carry's touching like right around 300, 295 nice. now. That's so a very efficient, man. That is an efficient golf swing. What that's, was it before? What were you carrying it before? 275. Oh, that's Damn. a big jump. Yeah. Holy. That's so, awesome. I mean, that's I've seen a few more like low numbers this summer because of it. And my not on's been a lot better because I can take advantage of par fives yeah. and short par fours. So sorry, what was what was that swing speed? What was the swing speed? Uh 116 cruise, 119 when I'm trying to push it. Okay. What uh so, your short game? You got a good short game, really confident short game? Yeah, well, I was battling the yips earlier this year, so Do I'm that's where I struggle. It's like I can hit it far, but as soon like on par fours, if I have like under a hundred, I just it's just not there. And that's my wedges I, are pretty solid. Um, yeah, I invested in a full swing launch monitor to kind of help dial them in because it's nice just hard to, to practice them anywhere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I mean, getting your numbers and knowing that helps yeah. a ton. Um, and it doesn't take long either. It's one of those things you spend thirty minutes on the range doing, it and then you go yeah. play. It's crazy the difference it makes. Are, are you a field guy with those or do you kind of have your like eight o'clock, 11 o'clock? So I'm, I'd say I'm probably more of a field guy, mm -hmm. but like, I know if I take my 60 halfway back and then hit it, it's going 75. Yeah. Like, yeah. But in between that 90, it's kind of all feel for me. Nice. 
I started like clocking it a little bit, I think. Um, I've tried to. Just to like, I think it's the way to go. Just to take out more room. Like, there's less room for error for me anyway. Because I didn't, like, I've only had the yips like on like like 15 yards or less. Like, I, it was was tough at the start of the year. I was, I was having a tough time. But, but I found like, yeah, when I was when I was looking at probably like one ten and in, so like I guess like what sixty yards, Bryce, something like that. To like, what are you struggling with? Like sixty yards, eighty yards, anything under eighty? Because I have yeah. my eighty. It's like a three quarter sixty, right? Maybe yeah, just under three quarter, but anything under that, I struggle. But I played Oshawa on Sunday when I was at home, and I was pretty dialed in with the short yardages. So it's it's nice. off and on. So yeah. yeah. I it's found like so. I found like when I when I clocked it a little bit, it it just helped like remove some really bad shots. Well, like, it makes your yeah. it makes your missed five to ten yards instead of ten yeah. to twenty. You know, that's yeah. kind of what I what I feel like. It's so up. when I when I say clocking yeah. it, I should say if somebody's just listening on Spotify or in the car or whatever, um, click subscribe, whatever, do all that stuff. <laughs> we, we're so Zach, we're terrible podcast people. We never tell people we're like you should follow the pod maybe i don't know so do that if you've heard this comment but yeah so when i say clock i mean like you know people talk about like bryson kind of bringing it back to like eight o'clock that's like the idea and finding your 50 percent swing kind of manipulating it from there so i find that that is removed you know for me as as you know a high like higher single digit handicap now especially when i'm playing those cash games i can't be giving away all these numbers too too truthfully here right now But, (laughs) but uh you know it's um that's kind of the idea, right? Is like get rid of those like bad misses, make my yeah. make my misses still somewhere on the green or you know right yeah. around there, and kind of find my way from there. So that's been all right. Like I I feel like that's been good. But man, those that's like that's a super efficient golf swing. That's like hitting yeah, five, five or six up, up yeah. on it is like yeah. Well, it was good, man. it was eight or nine up. Oh really? Damn. Were, yeah. you, were you just coming away from the inside? And yeah, I was talking about. Five right, so yeah. I drop it in, lean back, and I yeah. have a ridiculous amount of lag. So that's the only way I didn't drop kick everything because I held the angle like crazy. Yeah, you need you need wrist surgery. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got a little tendonitis going right now. It feels yeah. great. Yeah, it's uh, I've had that in the elbow. I only got this out of the elbow. I can't even show you guys. Everybody's watching. I cannot straighten my elbow. I got bad golfer's yeah. elbow. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's just like I think it's just I hit like hard down on it and i've been doing it for so yeah. long that i just i don't know i think i just kind of jammed it up a little bit but uh 10 i got a question tight, for but... you here zach um you a decade guy or no good question uh yes and no see because yeah. like that's what i was thinking is that why you're making like these swing changes like so are you trying to find no. like a bit more of a well, pattern my or? thought was that it might affect his if he did use it right it might affect, it yeah might be, you know yes and no um I mean, I like it off the tee. I like his concept on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, now into the greens, it's. I disagree with the fact that you should aim at like should never aim at a pin. I feel like there's instances where it's like okay, green light, like yeah, yeah. green light flag. Let's get after it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, really, when you look at what he's, if you really like, I've dug into it a decent amount, especially my dad has. Um, but when you really look at it, it's probably the right way to play golf mm. like from the standpoint where you can't really force birdies but you can kind of avoid bogeys like if you've got yeah. game you cannot make bogeys well i i i agree with playing with a hybrid i'm a big like i don't think you should i'm in the same boat as you is like there's green light pins to go at yeah yeah i'm not aiming 10 yards right and taking my you know and risking my two yeah. i want to put it to four or five feet yeah. make a birdie but well, what he says is, is so like one of the things I really like about it, he said, like your example, if you're aiming 10 yards, right within your dispersion, you make a good golf swing. That ball could end up five feet. Yeah, no, for sure. So I, uh, I but I don't know a hundred percent of what he preaches. Yeah. I know like the, the general gist of it, yeah. doing some research and talking, but I don't know. I just, if I'm in the zone and I see a pin, that's like, Oh, I'm yeah. Two two yard draw and it's going to land right on it. I just I don't see the need for people to yeah not do that. You know yeah 
Yeah, I mean, I think once you get inside like 125, there's definitely green light pins. Outside mm-hmm. that, I don't know if there's really many. Yeah. Because um, really, yeah. nobody's that good. That's kind of yeah. playing simple. That's kind of one of the things that we've heard that trend over the last like few weeks because we really, really got deep into decade with Cam Kellett. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so I helped coach Cam. Yeah. Uh, at Eastern. Yeah. So he was like really explaining it to us and, and he was kind of saying like that hybrid model too, a little bit. Right. Yeah. So like, you know, and when you're that good, when you're as good as, you know, Cam or like any of the yeah. guys that are playing at this elite level, there's, you know, these platforms are great, but you have to be able to, to have success. Like as yeah, we talked gotta, about, yeah. you've got to go after it. Right. So yeah. if it's, you know, not a Sunday pin, it's got to be accessible yeah. if you're inside 125, I think, or you have yeah. to have a look at it, right? So, yeah, um, there's a lot of risk in, you know, going from it further out or whatever it may be, yeah. especially if you are playing most Sunday pins. When I say a Sunday pin, probably tuck somewhere or whatever it yeah. may be. But like, you know, if you're if you're playing a TPT event on a and they have it in you know middle right or something yeah. like that, and you got 80 yards in, like you want to make birdie, you want to try yeah. for birdie, right? And you'd rather, you're going to have a higher percentage of making a birdie from eight feet than you would from 18 yeah. feet or 80 feet, right? So yeah, um, I that think we got to yeah. try and get, we got to get Scott Fawcett on Bryser. We got to talk to him about it. We well, gotta, I love the, yeah. I love the concept of, I think it's great. Yeah. Uh, I shot the lowest round of my life really when I focused on it the most, but yeah, I just, yeah, I, I do like it. I just think People I think need to adapt it in their own way, essentially. Yeah. I think the best aspect of it is this whole expectation management part. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like when you're 150 yards and you hit it to 30 feet, like that's a good golf shot. Like, yeah. You can't be getting mad at yourself for hitting it to 30 for feet. Sure. Like, that's a great golf shot. Um, now, the other part to it is he talks about like if your pin's tucked on the right and you're aiming five yards left of it, if you hit that ball like to a foot, where you hit that ball five yards left of your target to 30 feet, it's the same quality of golf shot because each ball is five yards off your target. So you should be as happy with the 30 footer as you are with the one footer. And when you kind of like adapt that process, Ooh, okay. a golf isn't near as exhausting because mm-hmm. you're not like, Oh man, I hit it to 30 feet when you're sitting there like, well, if I'd have pushed it five yards instead of pulled it five yards, I would have been. Oh, that's such a good, like, we've never heard it explained that way, Zach. That's such a good way to explain that. Well, I also like it too, how you brought up managing your bogeys. Cause like just to jump right on here, you do hit it to 30 feet. I mean, the chance of three putting for 30 feet for a decent player is not that high. Yeah. I think most of the time going to get over there with your par. Yeah, I think it's 32 feet. The average shots on tour is two putts. Yeah, I think that's right where you're at, too. So that's what I like about it is like you do cut it, you have a birdie look, you pull it, you still have a birdie look, but you're not going to both, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you're trying to like eliminate. Yeah, you're trying to eliminate like that. Yeah. So I do think it'd be a cool conversation. So we're, uh, we're gonna reach yeah. out. I, I, we definitely got to reach out and, uh, and yeah. have a chat. Your, uh, your dad get in the game a little bit with you, Zach. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Yep. He, uh, he played professionally actually, girl, okay. uh, way back like before kids. Um, but he went to like San Diego Golf Academy. He's a youper. Um, and then so that's how I got into the game. You, you start playing pretty young with him, yeah. About four, I think. When I was okay, yeah. started playing. Yeah. Nice man. Nice. So, so is he get yeah. like? I wanted to ask you, cause obviously you've traveled up here a little bit. So, yeah. um, if we didn't mention it before you're, um, you're kind of right in Bryce's area in Michigan there. So you yeah. have played some of the events. Does he travel with you? You come up and carry the bag for you and stuff. So he came up for Michigan open was on the bag. Um, they're down in, they live in Florida, so he doesn't get up here for any of the mini tour stuff, but like some of the bigger stuff I'll play and like, he'll be on the bag probably all through Q school. Yeah. Um, nice. and then he's already told me he would, uh, He'd have to really consider about quitting his job if I made the PGA Tour. He's like, man, that'd be a whole lot more fun. And I'd definitely have him. If it, if I did, he'd be the first one I'd ask to keep, take the bag. Of course, man. Of course, you've yeah. got to, right? Like, that'd be that'd be pretty sweet. Be, oh. I mean, he knows my game better than everybody. Yeah. Um, it's pretty funny. I mean, he and I are, like, best friends. Like, more so than, I mean, obviously, he's my dad. But, like, I don't, sometimes I kind of forget that. And I'll get chirping at him, yelling at him at the course <laughs> and stuff type thing. And he'll look at me. He's like, "Hey, I'm still your dad." I'm like, "Yeah, 
Dang it, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Go to your room. Uh, what? Damn it. What? Yeah. Like we're on the seventh hole yeah. here, Dad. Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's cool, man. I like I like kind of hearing that stuff. And it's like Gordo was talking about he was playing the one at <laughs> Coppinwood, the uh the Canadian Open, RBC Canadian Open qualifier. Yeah. And he's saying how, you know, Pops was gonna be on the bag and stuff. You kinda like hearing that stuff, man. It's cool. Yeah. It's uh you know, it'd be I'm sure if Ted Scott came knocking down your door or something like that, you might have a thought to think about, but you know, <laughs> it'd be uh, yeah. it'd be cool, man. It'd be it'd be cool to have that on the bag for sure. Okay. Um so what brings you up when you're playing some of the TPT events? Um obviously is there any of the minor league tour down there really in uh in Michigan at all? Or are these no. some of the closer events for you coming up here? Yeah, those are about the closest events and they're more affordable. Mm-hmm. So you're not dropping a thousand bucks entry fee. Like if I want to go play G Pro, it's twelve hundred bucks. Yeah. Plus yeah. travel. So are you gonna go play a, in the Roseland one in Windsor? The TBT one? So we actually have to move out of the house I'm in right now. Our lease is up the end of July. Mm-hmm. So we gotta be out here July 31st. So and then I'm playing this like I don't know if you've heard of the KCC invite. Oh. It's like a it's like a glorified member guest. Like they get a lot of college guys, many tour guys, some corn fairy guys will be there. And it's like a member, you play with a member. Um, so I'm playing that the week before. So I, I gotta be, I gotta be smart and uh, probably skip Windsor, unfortunately, mm-hmm. but uh, otherwise I might, I might be in a little bit of the doghouse for that one, which <laughs> understandably so, cause we've got to pack up and move <laughs> if I'm gone for two straight weeks at the end of the month, probably not my, smartest decision yeah yeah it's uh <laughs> we still got to make good life choices here boys yeah. it's uh you know good choices on the course and in life but yeah um you mentioned a sioux tournament i don't know if we had bryce connected at the time but you're playing you're playing yeah. a, a little one with ty saloni so they're yep. going they're yep. going up to the sioux bryce uh michigan side or canadian side uh michigan side nice where are you playing at? yeah uh sioux st marie country club Oh, nice! It's they got a best ball event, and then they got a uh, end of, uh, like a regular invitational event, two days for both of them. So Ty and I are going to be partners for the best ball, and then hopefully uh, he wastes all his birdies the first two days, so I can beat him in the individual event. What did he? What did he shoot the other day? He got into the Ottawa Open. He went pretty low. Is that like sixty nine, sixty four? That's it. I saw. I saw some who posted it. I can't remember who posted there. Like I shot. 67 69 or something still wasn't good enough yeah i think oh it was craig steferak that's a small world talking about him yeah and he was just like yeah i think he was like i don't know eight under or something like that still wasn't good enough but that's some good scores man that's a good partner to have right now it's uh it's good to get hot at the right time but um you're you mentioned q school zach can we uh did you did you try and qualify this year no i have this will be my first year doing it okay um Kind of like my first year out, I didn't have any business doing it. Okay, um, yeah, but it wasn't I wasn't good enough playing like. Uh, and then last year, I was playing well and just kind of didn't have the funds to drop six k plus travel. Yeah, mm-hmm. so kind of put it on the back burner, and then will I'm like ninety five percent sure I will be doing it this year. Nice man, yeah, it's uh, so. it's been cool. We've had a couple friends, uh, friends of the pod, a couple of guests that that did pretty well did zach get through to he got through to stage two i think stage two and then yeah. yeah ty got through to, to stage two stage two did you hear did he tell you his story with stage two what happened i feel like he did but i forget what it was how they lost his clubs oh no I don't no think he, he didn't him. say that no oh, man the airline lost his sticks mm, no did he so use he, someone else's no, I think he got him back the day before. Like he flew down like four or five days prior, um, oh, and man. it was the one event he flew to. And they lost his sticks, and he got him back, and he got like nine holes in the day before. Oh, that's tough, man. Especially yeah. when you're sitting down there too, and you're a, you're a lefty, so it's a little little tough yep. to even just get a set to just go out yeah. and swing, but. I think he had, I hope he doesn't mind me telling the story. I don't see why he would, but I think he had like his grandpa or something went to his basement and grabbed his old irons, old wedges, his dad's driver. And they were like driving to meet halfway or something. Uh, Damn. That's a great so story. No, I don't think he did tell us that. That's yeah. crazy. 
That's tough, man. Because like even still, like yeah, because you wouldn't want to just get a set from anybody and play. Like, well, yeah, I mean, he couldn't go to like a pe- like a golf store because he needs like extra stiff and everything, left handed, yeah. like. And then, I mean, on top of that, you're dropping three, four grand for him. Yeah, yeah. Or at like, least, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then like I remember, uh, I was chatting with James Nicholas right around the time. So he posts a lot of like really cool content. If uh, you're not sure who he is, um. Right around the time he had a corn fairy tour start, and there's like this cool like they just posted a video of him like his his clubs were lost like he got there as his group was up on the first tee somebody gave him a pair of shoes the club pro there gave him his clubs he was like yeah I saw that he's video. like does anybody have a glove somebody gave him a glove yeah. man it was just like uh, kinda, he makes really good content he, he does I man him. yeah he makes awesome content he did say he'd come on the pod just haven't uh, chatted with him a bit so he'd be a cool one to kind of because he gets mm-hmm. the drone up and stuff like that like yeah, he, yeah, he, he does, does some really, really cool content. content. But, um, yeah, like, I guess if you got no choice, you got to, like, he, he just yeah. was like, shit, like, I got no choice. I'm teeing off yeah. right now. I might as well take some of these clubs. And I think he shot already. He missed by one or two. But, um, but yeah, like, it, in that case, though, you get down there, like, four or five days early. I can't imagine how stressful that'd be. Like, oh, you're just sitting you know, around and you're like, you're, well, am I going to play? Am I not? What's yeah, I trying to track them down. Here? Like, yeah. yeah. And then, like, yeah, trying to, trying to i guess arrange if you have to find another set plus your lefty plus you rely on this unicorn five wood sasquatch that has no business being in anybody's game yeah. or bag anymore but yeah yeah shaft and all yeah yeah well he's telling us how he like fused it back together at one point or his dad did down in the basement using oh some, like, i think they've done it a couple times they had some like old epoxy down there yeah. and he went out and hit it and it was he had to run out on the driving range like 75 yeah. yards down the driving range to pick it up or something like that which is i don't know really cool story man but it's like you don't see those two men like you would hear that too in somebody's bag yeah. right away that thing would it doesn't sound yeah. as bad as the driver, I guess, probably, but no, it didn't sound too bad. But I mean, it, yeah, it, it's I one feel of those. Like there's some modern equipment that could be helpful. It's one of those things, though, man. Like we said this to Callum Davison because he was a cross-handed golfer, and Bryce had like okay. a great quote where he's just like, "I'll I'll play a cross-handed today or whatever." I feel like you just like pop the head cover off that thing and you're at like one of these events somebody's just gonna think like oh my god who am i about to play with or something you know and then he's just yeah just i'm not even sure he puts a head cover on it probably doesn't like Uh, i feel like it's a major flex man you gotta just you gotta flex that thing and just be like this is it this is uh this is the baby i gotta just like it's not like it's a putter yeah it's not like it's a putter you're trying to keep in good shape but yeah but uh so when you did come up um, you played up here. The Acorn Open was at Dalewood, which is Bryce. You know Dalewood yeah. just out, out this I way. I haven't so. played it, but I know of it. Yeah. So yeah, an opening. I checked out you know opening sixty five, and that's when you and I kind of yeah. got chatting a little bit, Zach. Yeah. And you open with a six two on a pretty. I don't want to say easy par five, but like obviously yeah. it's it was not par five. Oh, it was. I think I have played Dalewood actually. It yeah. Opened the par five dog like right off the start. I think. Yeah. 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 yeah so it's, it's a little tight. So. And then you just went like you went four deep on the back thirty one I think on the back right it's a seven par seventy one yeah I, I think so. so yeah so um pretty good day like you finished I think you finished uh, yeah T four right so yeah um, you know what you started with a bogey like you know and yeah, then just I mean, did you do you feel like you had it like right off the hop and you just kind of like no. missed it on the first no okay to be honest at no point during that day did I feel like I had it All I right. think I hit two fairways. It was scrambling. Uh, got all over the place. Uh, ended up with some good lines and lines out of the rough. And uh, it just kind of, I gave myself a lot of 15 footers and happened to make them that day type mm. thing. Yeah. But it was, uh, it was a scrappy 65 if those are ever a thing. That rough there isn't too punishing though, which was good. No, yeah. it's not too bad. Um, but there's a couple holes where you've got to, where I flirted with some danger and, uh, mm got I, I mean it takes luck so i got, i'll say i got lucky pretty lucky that day you gotta be lucky to be good yeah you yeah, definitely okay. do and like you know if you're shooting a 65 though regardless i figured a couple had to drop or whatever but it looked like clean yeah score it looked like a really clean scorecard otherwise right? so. yeah the scorecard looked way better than the golf did no no <laughs> what did it say no pictures right i don't want to yeah, be that no guy you hear, yeah. you hear that everywhere but um 
That's cool though. I just kind of, you know, I, I like the idea of you like kind of coming up and it's, it's cool to kind of chat with somebody who's like, maybe not a lot of these guys live in this area that we end up talking yeah. to that are playing a lot of these events. So it's kind of cool when you sort of come up and you have obviously a really good opening day and finish pretty strong in the second day. I think, uh, Drew, yeah, Drew I think, Nesbitt, I think went like yeah. real low on the second day. Yeah. He's playing good too. Yeah, he's, he's playing, playing really good right now. Really, really good right now. So, yeah. um, but if you got a few minutes, uh, Zach, just before we let you go, yeah. I've told Bryce he's got to get out to Arcadia Bluff. So I was doing some Instagram snoop, oh, and I saw that yeah. you had played out there oh, recently. Go. Yeah, it's yeah. insane. Yeah, nice spot. I haven't played the south course, but I've just played the bluffs track. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. so good. My uh, my buddy Anthony had played both, and uh, he does uh, some rating and stuff like that at some of the courses. Yeah. And he said the south was, like, really nice, too. But, uh, yeah, he said he – Arcadia Bluffs was something pretty special, pretty special spot. So it was uh, definitely something that we got to get Bryce out and play, man. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You got to get out there. It's uh, definitely. I mean, even if you took the views away of the bluff course, yeah, it's unreal. You're yeah, right. course is just real yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a really linksy style, isn't it? Like complete link style. Yeah, very linksy. A lot of like good amount of like elevation changes, but it's. I mean. It's just you gotta play it. It's hard to describe, to be honest. Yeah. But you just gotta get uh, out there and do it. It's yeah. sick, yeah. So uh, before we let you go, Zach, what's on tap? Um, at Zach Suds Z A Z A C H S U D S four on Instagram. Anybody wants to go over and check it out? Uh, of course, we'll put it in the show notes below. All that can same stuff. Um, what's on tap next little while? What's uh, what's the schedule looking like? Pretty calm rest of this month. We got to get packed up. So uh, nothing till the end of July. I got the KCC invite. And then Sault Ste. Marie is the first week of August, second week. Of, like, I think it's the 6th and 7th. Um, then after that, it's just kind of winging it, trying to figure out where we're going to be at and everything. So trying to play it by ear for that one and go from there. I like that. Like, no pressure, just kind of. You know, like yeah. you said, you, you kind of practice when bigger, you're playing well, you find your yeah. way in, right? Yeah. Got some bigger life things to take care of right now. So yeah, it's just golf, you know? Yeah, man. I like that. Uh, I like that outlook. But uh, Zach, this was great, man. Really appreciate it. I didn't yeah. realize we we're already like coming up on close to an hour there. So I hope you yeah. uh, hope you had time. Oh, no we were just kind of uh, working through it. But nothing. Yeah, I appreciate uh, appreciate the time, man. Hopefully, we can uh, run yeah. it back. And as you yeah, play, sure. when you maybe uh, maybe like when you go through Q school or something like that, we'll have to yeah. uh, we'll have to kind of uh, kind of catch up. But you guys got to meet yeah. up and try and play around or something like that if For you're that sure. close, man. Yeah, no kidding. All right, buddy. Thank you so much. Right. This is great. Hey, Bryce, thanks, guys. thank you, sir. He's out in my ball and of course I tee up I lose a ball and I re-up I miss a fairway, I probably end up in the ocean Or maybe the beach And I'm on a part five and I'm finna go reach it Second was blind, I see it Feel like it might be an albatross, worst case scenario